Hello, everybody. It is the Morning Metro. It is also August 4th, 2018. We are, of course, your hosts, Gur21 and Gertron. Hello, Gertron, and good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Fantastic day to be live. I, I, can, I think I can say that. I'm doing pretty pretty well myself. I got a haircut today. Actually, just before, uh, like a couple, uh, like two hours before the show. So I'm feeling cool, particularly cool. spiffy this morning. <laughs> and it's sunny and it's hot where I am. I'm a little bit tired. Um, and uh, girl, the girl next door was picking on me about getting to bed last night. <clears throat> and she's picking on me once again. So, you know, that's a thing. That's but, a um, thing, of course. But yeah, we've got of course a really packed, um, packed show as usual and stuff. And I think oh, yeah. we're actually, I think we're kind of ready to. I don't have anything else more to say unless there's something else you want to add to the beginning of this. No, no but thank later. you everybody for being here. Yes, you know what? Actually, you know, actually, let's take a quick minute here. Actually, I'll go ahead and, and, and uh, turn this music down out of here. We actually would like to. I would like to personally thank those who are listening, um, those who watch live first of all. And also those that listen to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Um, I re- really do appreciate those that, um, that subscribe to us on both those platforms and, you know, refresh the episodes and make sure, sh- you know, see if there's a new episode to watch. I know there's a couple people that I know that say they really love our show. And we really do appreciate it. The support is absolutely really, really awesome. Let's know mm-hmm. that we're doing something that you mm-hmm. enjoy. Um, and yeah, you know, I just realized something. We never mm. heard from Foxy people about our new sports section. We never received that. I forgot. To, I actually mm. forgot to message him actually. So we may have to catch it uh, next. Well, next. Okay. Well, Saturday the 18th, as I mentioned, I'll be out of town. But we'll actually be airing a pre-recorded episode for you guys to still watch and enjoy. So Gertrude and I have to record that this coming week. Probably mm-hmm. next Saturday, whatever next Saturday's date is, we'll have to do that, and then we'll have a pre-recorded episode for you guys. But uh, but again, you know, thank you again for the support. We really appreciate it. And now I feel like we're ready to jump into this. So, Gertron, would you please take the first article? Let's jump into this. Alrighty then. So this article comes from www.scanaskies.com. Scanaskies. Scanaskies. Okay. All right. So a grocery store employee lets a young man with autism help him stock shelves, which is which is which is awesome. Uh, going through the article, basically, seventeen-year-old uh, Jack Ryan Edwards was grocery shopping with his dad when he took an interest in stocking shelves. Uh, when Jordan Taylor, who works at Rose's Market Inn in Baton Rouge, noticed Jack watching him refill the coolers, so he offered to show him what to do. And there, there's a video of this here. Uh, grid- I, 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 unfortunately, due to some unknown technical issues, the video is not has not loaded. I've refreshed the page as instructed by Gertron. The page refuses to load. <laughs> like the video refuses to load. Is it on the GoFundMe page that they have here? Let me see. What's the? Uh, no, there is no video. Oh, okay. So we're we're basically oh, messed over goodness. essentially today. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So I'm going to have to find a quick video on YouTube. YouTube. Because that's gonna be uh, probably the uh, best way to do that. And of course, I can't find it on YouTube. This is what I have to say oh, to Firefox being uh, not loading. Oh my goodness. People people have to watch this. There we go. All right, we've got uh, the video somewhere in here. 
There we Somewhere go. in here okay. it exists. Uh, Gertrude's going to pass me this video, I'm sure, over uh, over our voice communication service that we use. I think. Okay. Or he's going to inject. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know how you want to inject that. Plus, we're supposed to be in that room, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Okay, All right, here we go. Sleep. Got the there video. You. Let's go ahead there and uh, pop this up for you guys. You this comes from YouTube.com as well. Side note. Let's see if we can go ahead and take a uh, take a listen here. Uh, there we go. Jordan. Uh, I should explain it, probably read the description. A store employee, Jordan Taylor, helps. Oh, oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, Jack Ryan's dad was impressed by the kind gesture, kind and gesture caught uh, caught on camera. camera you would have seen his dad face. It, it said it all. He was just so happy. And he was happy putting the juices up, and I was just happy that I could make somebody else happy. Uh, the video of the two young men have given vi have gone viral, but Taylor says he never expected so much praise. Yeah, basically, and and we can we can pause the video now. Nice. Uh, basically, this this is a this is a young man who who's actually showing that he he cares about people and he can actually see a need and then fill that need mm -hmm. uh that jack ryan or jack edwards rumor i don't think we need to use the middle name here mm -hmm. or jack ryan edwards uh is autistic and autistic people while sometimes they can get into the workplace and be productive people mm -hmm. in the world and you know actually work so yeah some can't, and then some people don't even give them a chance, even though if they gave them a chance, they most likely do a decent job. They Not, would. And, and in this case, it seems like it's going fine. And honestly, I think it would be it would be amazing if companies would hire more people, not only just autistic people, but people who have mental challenges. Obviously, there are some that <laughs> they, they can't work at all yeah they have they did not possible but uh there are some even though they're mentally challenged if given the right push and the right position or right job they mm. would excel at uh creature says in chat the food near where i live they hire people with autism that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. And actually, if I may make a small side note legally i believe you cannot uh, you can't deny somebody in it was you can't deny somebody employment i think is not is that somewhere in there i know that you can't yeah you yeah. can't but i think there is uh there's a, a, a loophole there i mean obviously somebody coming in in a wheelchair and they can't talk move or anything you can't expect them to do anything uh, you, you can then say, oh, I can't hire you because you literally can't do the job. Mm -hmm. If the per, if, if they take them to court and can prove that the person could actually do the job, then they may have a case, but mm -hmm. if, you know, yeah, if they can't do the job. Then there's a reason. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so yeah, um, but very cool article. It's nice that, um, that somebody has a heart to do something, um, uh, to, 
you know, to do something like that and be really, uh, really helpful. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, um, let me go ahead and, uh, let me, uh, we're going to move on to our next article, which is really, uh, also equally cool. Once again, another example of kind hearted people, uh, helping other people get, get jobs and stuff. Um, so, uh, the homeless, let's see. So homeless man starts McDonald's job with Florida officers help. The homeless man got, who got a job at McDonald's with Florida police officers' help is doing great since he started uh, his new gig. Phil started his job on Friday at McDonald's Tallahassee, the city's police department, uh, wrote on Facebook. He was offered a job at the fast food restaurant after the officer helped him out. I, mean, supposed to, I think it's supposed to be video content, but again, Firefox is being very strange for whatever dang on reason uh officer car carcelin was spotted outside the gas station late last month helping phil shave uh ahead of his new interview a woman saw the encounter began recording it he seemed excited about the job officer carson said in a video posted to the department's facebook page if he's wanting to help himself i need to help him the best i can Phil got the job at McDonald's, but did but didn't have a government ID or social security card, uh, which was a setback. However, Officer Carson and Phil's story caught the attention of San Marco uh, Rubio, uh, who's a Republican from Florida, and his office and his office offered to help Phil get a proper identification. The city's police department has posted several updates on Phil's story to Facebook and shared last week that uh, Goodwill helped provide the man with dress clothes uh, as they uh, headed to the Florida State Capitol. Mmm, very cool. Which Phil said he's never been inside of as they filled out his paperwork. Rubio tweeted oh. that he was proud of those uh, who helped Phil get the proper identification he needed and for helping him get back on his feet. Uh, we're, uh, we're rooting for you, Phil. Phil was in... Uh, uh, this is the tweet um, that was sent out. Phil was in my hashtag Tallahassee office today to fill out paperwork so he can get a job so, he can, so we can help uh, get his identification and social security cards for department. Proud of my staff, and he tagged several uh, individuals for that, for helping him get back on his feet. We're rooting for you. Uh, McDonald's uh, told Today that after he secured paperwork, Phil would be able to start uh, janitorial with room for growth. Oh, that's good. The owner of the restaurant, Rachel uh, Vasquez, I think I said it, said that if Phil st uh, stays with the company for at least 90 days and works 15 hours a week, he'll qualify for the fast food restaurant's uh, Arc Arcways to Opportunity program, which can help him earn a high school diploma. Wow, college tuition and chance to plan a career. That is so cool. As of Wednesday, Phil is, quote, doing great and enjoying his new job at McDonald's, unquote, and was the recipient of, quote, some gift cards for various restaurants, unquote, uh, from a generous former officer of the Tallahassee Police Department. Now that is cool. Mm. Absolutely mm. cool. Gertrand, thoughts on this article? Well, I, th I think it's great that uh, the police, or at least this particular officer, is... Uh helping other people out yeah i think that's I, I mean that's that's kind of the job of the officer not only to protect but also to serve and help 
Mm-hmm. So I think that's great. This officer is going above and beyond the call of call duty, of, literally. Yeah, to to help a homeless person basically become unhomeless if if you know he can actually get the jobs, keep the job, and keep pushing forward. So that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, we actually, uh, Gertram provided the uh, video for us. We're going to watch a little bit of it here. Um, as this is, uh, was set out or um, posted on YouTube. I don't, let's see, is there any? Shave for an upcoming job interview. Uh, he's wanting to help himself. I, I need to be more than, you know, helpful and try to help him out as best I can. Officer Tony Carlson of the Tallahassee Police says the man named Phil approached him because he was having trouble with his electric razor. Mm. He couldn't get it to work and asked the officer if he could help fix it because he wanted to apply for a job at a local McDonald's. But he was told he needed to be clean shaven. Officer Carlson was able to get the razor to work, but when he realized Phil didn't have a mirror to shave in front of, he decided to help him out. He was excited, you know, that... uh there was a chance that he was going to get a job if he just did the simple thing of trying to clean up something. Um, I wish I could have done more. Officer Carlson says he's happy to report that Phil got the job and says he hopes other people who are in a position to help someone in need will step up to the plate. You know, if somebody else sees this and when they can help somebody out, they think of it and they're like, let me help somebody Mm. Well, that is definitely, um, that's honestly like really, really cool to, um, that, um, you know, and, and, and honestly, like, I just feel like, I just feel like it just ought to be common, um, sense to help somebody, by the way, uh, to the chat. Hello, Leo. Welcome to the stream. Good to see you. Um, I feel like the helping people should just be something that we do every day. Mm-hmm. If anything, this is a this is a good um, sort of you know common uh, uh, common sense PSA. Be more willing to help other people out because it will go mm-hmm. a very long way. In all honesty, it will. Um, and honestly, too, I feel like with the unfortunate reputation of our police departments lately, I think that this is rather a very good uh, way to show. That our policemen and and uh, and servicemen alike, you know, servicemen and women alike, are um, are helpful, and they're there for a reason. It's really great to to see you know something like this come about and and stuff. So yeah, very very cool article indeed. I really indeed. I really appreciate that one. We've got some good stuff today so far, awesome. and let's hope that this, some good <laughs> stuff continues as we move down the article train with Gertron. And actually, I think I heard about this, and I'm actually I'm interested in this now. Uh, NASA announces crew for first commercial space flights. Gertron. I, I, I think this is awesome. Okay, so NASA has announced... The names of astronauts who will be the first people in history to ride to orbit in a private space taxis next year, if all goes as planned, which is which is just awesome. You know, basically their their idea is going to be if everything works out well, uh, people will be able to just take a taxi up to space if they want to go see space. Granted, it's probably going to cost a. Uh, a hefty penny indeed to get into it yeah but i think that's great in 2019 spacex 
Crew Dragon, Dragon Capsule. Capsule and Boeing CST-100 Starliner are both scheduled to blast off test flights with NASA astronauts on board for the first time since 2011. Wow. wow. That, that was a long time that ago. That does feel like a long that, time ago. That, my that, gosh. Oh, my goodness. And we are on the brink of launching American astronauts on American rockets from American soldier. NASA mm-hmm. Administrator Jim Brennenstein said Friday, standing in front of a giant American flag at Johns Space Center in Houston. Mm. Now, since NASA retired its space shuttles, the agency has had to buy seats on the Russian Soyuz spacecraft to get its crew to the International Space Station. Ah, those are Russians! Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if, if you don't know what the International Space Station is, basically, it's... It's a major space station that uh, has several different countries, yes. uh, people on, on it, and doing research and basically watching the Earth and giving us our weather reports, our uh, updates on ever. Uh, they, they basically live in space. In the sky. Yeah, they basically live in space, essentially. Yeah, for long, long periods of time. I couldn't. I, I think I would go nuts if I did that. I don't think I could do that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Now, the first flight is something you dream about as a test pilot, you know, and you don't mm-hmm. think it's ever going to happen to you, Hurley said. But it looks like it might. Bob and I are extremely excited to kind of put Dragon through its paces in space, which I think is great. Now, of course, critics say that NASA's rocket is too expensive and won't fly enough to be worth the money. They point to the Falcon Heavy, a brand new, much lower cost, heavy lifting rocket developed by SpaceX, and say that NASA could use commercial options like this one to send up pieces of hardware and assemble them in or- orbit. Which I could kind of see that. I mean, yeah. if you look at Star Trek, uh, for uh. instance, when when they build their spaceships, they don't build them on the ground. They actually build them up in space. Space engineers, anybody? Yes, that too. It's always better to build spaceships in space because they're just unlike easier. my Falcon Four battle cruiser that I originally had built on the ground in Space Engineers, and then realized I should have probably built the thing in space after realizing the atmospheric thrusters weren't going to get it to take off. Sorry to be a nerdy gamer, but it was so true. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> Sorry, oh my goodness. gone. I'll stop. Oh my goodness. But, uh... <laughs> Now, NASA has spent billions developing the space launch system, and its mm-hmm. first flight scheduled for 2020 will send an uncrewed capsule around the moon and back. Astronauts aren't expected to go on such a trip until at least a couple years after that. So this isn't something that we're going to be seeing, you know, happening quickly, like a few months. I mean, this, this is going to be over an extended period of time, obviously, so... Take your time and work with it, but I think it's awesome. What, what do you think, Rid? Uh, I think. Hold on. Uh, hold on. I'm looking up something. No. Hold on. <laughs> I I gotta. Oh come on. Oh, I wanted to come up. Uh, while I look this up, I think that's gonna be super cool. Um, and I really uh, I think it'll be really uh, it's it's good that we're still per- we're still doing um. They were still doing, uh, um, mm-hmm. they were doing this, honestly, and hopefully this has the, what I was looking for. Let's try. 
space, the final frontier. I had to no, put it in. Oh my goodness. These I, are the voyages of the episode. starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Okay, I'm sorry. Actually, I don't like that version of the thing, but um, I like the, the other one where, where it changes its tone. But I just, I had to put it in there. But I mean, like... That's so cool. Like, we're actually still pursuing um, rockets. No, no, no. I have to say, yeah. um, I honestly think that... Um, actually, I might ask you a question about that in a minute there. Um, the SpaceX's rockets they built initially were very successful, as I understood, um, because they had rockets that were reusable. And unfortunately, the reason why the... part of the I think part of the reason is why NASA's original shuttle program was... Um, uh, discontinued was because the price of the the booster rockets they were they were basically once they were used they were gone um, and they had to build new ones um, mm. however and I, correct me if I'm wrong isn't SpaceX owned by Elon Musk as I recall um, I thought it was one of Elon Musk's uh, uh, companies SpaceX owner just looking up some yes. stuff here Yes. yes, it is. Okay. Totally owned by Elon Musk. First of all, Elon Musk is a is the Einstein of our day. Um, mm-hmm. And not only that, that as well, but the fact that... Um, and Creature just double confirmed down in the chat. Thank you very much. Um, the fact that um, we're dealing with... We're dealing with um, SpaceX, which is good means that I think we will have a higher success rate for space travel with astronauts as this continually uh, progresses onward and goes forward. So mm. I definitely think that this is a really good thing. Now, whether or not we need to worry about, I don't want, I don't think we need to colonize anything. We've got enough problems here. Like, my gosh, if we start colonizing other planets, you realize the havoc we would cause and having to have like intergalactic space laws or something like that, if they decided to form their own government and stuff. Like, inter... inter- Intergalactic space laws. Jay, what does that sound crazy? Um, but um, but uh, at any anyway, um, you know, I think this will be uh, uh, I think this will this will be really super good to if this uh continues onward. Um, so, um, so yes, continuing on the article, uh, free. Free from Facebook right now. Who's, whose article was this? Let me see. This is you. This is this mine. Is you. Uh, what did I write for myself? A new study yeah. shows who exactly uses Facebook. I didn't put any notes. Uh, what, was it because... Oh, no, it was didn't. short. It was one of those shorty, one of those shorty <laughs> ones. Duh. Okay. Um... <sighs> Uh, are you likely? Are you likely to flee Facebook? I'm. I'm tempted some days. New research some reveals days. what types of people are de- are deactivating their Facebook accounts. The research by Eric P. S. Balmer, uh, an assistant professional at Lynch University Department of Computer Science and Engineering, examines the, ge- the demographic and socio so sorry. This is, I know what the word is. It's trying to say socioeconomic factors behind Facebook. Uh, deactivation, either okay. actual or considered 
is more common among respondents who are younger seeking employment or not married, explained Lynch University in a statement. Um, the study analyzed data collected by Cornell's Survey Research Institute in 2015 for the Cornell National Security Survey. Uh, oh, sorry, National so sorry, National Social S Survey. Sorry about that. I don't know why I was thinking National Security because I said they, the word National is there. My brain defaulted the word Security. Mm. Um, mm. The research is based uh, based on respon resp responses from over a thousand U.S. households following a phone survey of adults 18 years or older. Mm. Current face uh, quote here. Current Facebook use is more common among respondents who are get this middle-aged 40 to 60 female not seeking employment of asian descent or currently married the unis mm. U the university said in a statement balmer found in an eight-year key uh pre predictors of facebook use or non-use age gender age gender uh marital status whether the respondents who looked for work in the past four weeks, household mm. income, race, social uh, ideology, and uh, a couple of two other uh, things, including weight, actually, apparently. Heavier respondents were less likely to have considered deactivating their face, their, their accounts uh, and, and to have never had an account, the university said in its statement. Lower weights... Mm respondents are more likely to consider deactivating while higher weight respondents are more likely to uh to have actually deactivated mm. the research was presented at a 2018 association for computer machinery acm for short uh conference in montreal on april 25th 2018 the study who published the ACM digital, uh, in the ACM Digital Library, the, uh, quote, the analysis helps to explain the ways that Facebook uh, and likely all social media are not re representative of a broader population, said Balmer in a statement. Facebook users are more likely older, female, higher income earners, married, and uh, ideological liberal. Mm. And that's the end of the article. Oh my so, goodness. Okay. So, so let's, talk, let's talk about this. So, Gertron, you use Facebook quite a bit. Uh, um, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh, I do use Facebook, but mostly uh, for news and funny pictures videos basically meme stuff yes 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 um kind of keep on top of current events and have a lull every once in a while but i i find it funny that they're saying that the facebook users are older female higher income earners married and ideologically liberal um i i would agree there are a lot of liberals on facebook but I do also see non-liberals there, too. But, you know, that's you can't trust any sort of polling these days. So who knows? Maybe their polling of this is wrong, too. <laughs> yeah, I um, I have a I do have a Facebook page um, and I am a lurker on Facebook. I do not mm. participate in many. I only participate maybe like one or two posts every two to three weeks or so um i feel like um the only reason why i keep 
mine is because there are certain people I'm interested in still having some general uh, mm. contact with. A um, mm. couple of them post some interesting things. Um, but otherwise, I don't really... Sp- I spend more time on either... on My platforms are Discord, Twitch, and Twitter, and YouTube. And that's the extent of my... Oh, and occasionally Reddit when I need to know something or want to look something up. Um, but that is generally the extent of my... Uh, of my Facebook usage. Um, we got a couple comments here in the chat. Uh, I think Girl Next, mostly from Girl Next Door, although it was mostly a case of uh, saying that they got rid of theirs and some of the statistical information sort of applied to them a little bit to some degree. Um... But yeah, I don't know who else here in chat uses uh, Facebook, or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that sounds that's pretty interesting, especially those spe- those specific uh, identify. I guess I, I could call it identifiers. I suppose um, it's very interesting to know yeah. um, that exact information. It's very interesting. I wonder why it's like that. I wonder a theory, Gertron. Uh, you, I've I've watched a couple uh, videos where they talk about how Facebook is for older people and Instagram and tw- and Snapchat and Twitter uh, mm-hmm. are all for the younger generation. But my my opinion is they're all they're all com- forms of communication. I think they're all majorly used. So and Facebook is well. It's rich. And I, don't I think wonder it's though, why specifically there. for like middle age though? What is it about Facebook being for middle age people? Is it just the fact that as you get older, you like to gossip more? Or what? <laughs> I mean, well, let, let's look at let's look at it like this. Okay, what do you get off of Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram? There, here, here's here's what you get on those particular deals. Uh, you get quick. To the point, communications basically generally They're yes very focused. Yeah, well, I'd Facebook say so. Is very generalized and just full of everything. I and feel like millennials, I... millennials are impatient. They want the information that's right then and there. So true. So maybe that's why they're more prone to use Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram is because the information they get is it's all right there. Yeah, candy all the time. Yeah, um, and actually, in a way, I think probably for its simplicity, which Facebook yeah. severely lacks, yes. um, things <laughs> like Instagram and Twitter and all that in particular are, um, are Facebook, like, like Twitter and, and, and all that are, are uh, more put together than mm-hmm. Facebook. And, Facebook feels and, like an endless pool. Mm-hmm. And creature states... Oh, actually, we'll start with the girl next door and then move to creature. The girl next door says, I would say Instagram and other media have more visual appeal. And creature please says the UI is more user friendly for people who are older and don't understand the more complex UIs, which is so true. The older people are just. They know nothing, but uh, girl next door says like Facebook to me is Microsoft Office, the social media world. And when, when I said old people don't know anything uh i'm referring to when it comes technology most older people 
they have just they well, have they have no well it's idea. weird though because it's weird for um for creature to say oh i mean i think i think actually creature let's see the ui is more user-friendly for people who are older okay so i think this is a reference to facebook i feel like the facebook's face books you uh, user interface for so those of you who don't know what the word uh term ui means it's shorthand for user interface i feel like um facebook's user interface is actually more complicated than simple mm. but that's just me uh creature in chat also says i use skype discord and snapchat okay skype in 2018 hello excuse me <laughs> skype uh, i mean okay so our company the, or the company I work for, I should say, uh, they're actually switching over to Skype, and I'm so not happy about that. They need to, you need I, to show I, them Discord. I know, right? Discord is so much better. You should actually, you should actually try to put it before them and say, "Look, I use Discord, and here's why," and then give them all well, the reasons for it. Here's the thing: they don't like to change anything. For instance, they just within the last year or two switched from Windows XP to Windows Seven. That, excuse that's me. How, that's how excuse long me? it takes them to change anything. Excuse me. No, no, no. It's true. <laughs> true story. True story. Um, true story. Um, I need a. I need a Mimi like. <laughs> Actually, my other reaction would be this. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. All right. That's just just uh, okay. Okay. Okay, um, let's see. And uh, creature and the girl next door kind of going back and forth a little bit here in chat. Um, so I'll kind of read some of their comments. Uh, girl next door says, "Yeah, I only use Instagram and Discord. Good choices." Um, creature please says, "Well, my friends won't switch to Discord, so I have to stay. I have to stay. Uh, I think he means on Skype. Oh, so I have to stay on Discord for you guys." Girl next door says, "Anyone else remember Yahoo calling?" Yes. <laughs> oh wow. Yes. Wait, remember a remember AIM? Oh my goodness. AIM wow. and the and the classic dial-up. Oh, the classic wow. dial-up. Classic oh. dial-up. Oh my goodness. Mm, I can hear it playing in my head right now. Oh gosh, was that I, awful? I, I also remember iChat. What about IRC? That's still actually Twitch uses IRC actually. I, IRC is still out there. It's still going strong. Um, and then the creature says, and then I have to keep Skype's for for them's oh yeah so yes yeah mm. Mm, crazy wow Microsoft keeps on trying to push skype onto me and i'm just like i will never use skype for personal use uh remember to uh de decapitating no. wait what what, what? <laughs> remember decapitating ants that on your that are on your desk wait what i i what was that reference to I think maybe you've decapitated ants on your desk before. No. Hmm. I don't uh, know. I I have no idea where that one comes from. But okay. 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 <laughs> Moving okay. on. Uh, this is our this is our political stuff. Um, it's um, oh, it's one well, of those desktop well, games. Oh, okay. Hmm? The, we the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi deal. Is oh, is one. that? Oh, I didn't bring up the article for that. Whoopsie. Um, Whoopsie. did you move things on me? Wait, where is it? Because I don't I see it. Wait, it's right what? Under the, what, who is using oh. Facebook nowadays? Okay. Yeah. I'm a derp. Yeah. I'm a derp. 
and yeah. please tell let me this let me guess i messed my did i mess short. myself over yes i yeah apparently someone broke into okay so this one is someone stealing wi-fi apparently someone broke no, well, into a home new. to steal <laughs> wi-fi okay this should be interesting um this is apparently uh a short article yes this is a short article uh, this comes from foxnews.com. California teen wakes up to uh, wakes up couple to ask for Wi-Fi code as he burglarizes their house. Police say. Ex- oh, oh, oh my god! What? Wait! 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 <laughs> if you have any sort of dumb sound effect, uh, please play that. <laughs> what? What are you kidding me? If, okay, first of all, first of all, if you're a burglar and people are at home sleeping you don't wake people up you burglarize and then you get out granted i'm not saying i'm not saying please yeah we're not inciting violence here i'm i'm saying it's wrong but at least if you're gonna do it be smart about it um (laughs) continue okay all right (laughs) oh this should be good a teenager accused of multiple thefts and polo alto area has requested one of his victims before wait has has requested one of his victims before allegedly stealing the items the wi-fi password the unnamed 17 year old was i wouldn't be one of i yeah i wouldn't want to be named if i was caught in the news for this the unnamed 17 year old was arrested earlier this week after police said he broke into an older uh couple's home and woke them up requesting their wi-fi code the California okay there's so many things wrong with this article but I'm going to try to hold them all to the end. The California couple told police they were able to chase the suspect who had his face covered out of their house early Sunday morning. Palo Alto police arrested him a short time later for residential burglary, prowling and providing false information to an officer. Ooh. Residential mm. burglary is a felony uh the others are are dis- misdemeanors. misdemeanors misdemeanors thank you the teenager allegedly entered the house by climbing through a window the unnamed resident who was in his, who was in their 60s reported uh two kitchen knives missing oh gee whiz when they ha- when uh but they have not yet been recovered just buy just they're like what five bucks at target just get just go get new ones yeah. police yeah. said in the news uh, n- uh news release Police also said the suspect stole a bike from the yard of a different residence late Saturday night. A woman told uh, officials she saw him standing outside her bedroom, or sorry, outside her bedroom window, and asked her for the Wi-Fi code because he ran out of cellular data. Well, tough cheese. Oh That's your goodness. fault. <laughs> Get if you're if you ran. Okay, okay, okay. There's so many things wrong with this article. Just to start, first of all. <laughs> What oh moron goes around waking their victims up asking for Wi-Fi? Secondly, don't you have Wi-Fi at your home? Thirdly, if you run out of Wi-Fi, go get some some cellular data, cellular uh, data unlimited by like T-Mobile or Sprint. Thirdly, mm. why are you in school? Why are you like? Why are you like in college? Excuse me. I mean, seriously. So many things wrong with this article. That is so dumb. All right, I'm sorry. Why? Rant over. I'll continue. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. The residents of that house got a got the suspect to leave, but he fled on a bicycle. Pl- yeah, the one he stole earlier. 
Mm -hmm. An occupant in that house later realized the bike uh, the suspect left was actually belonged to him. Mm. Uh, Got to get that rev that ad revenue, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> The bike has been returned to its owner. That's good. Uh, Palo Alto police are asking that the teenager be charged with misdemeanors, uh, petty theft in that case. Because he's under 18, the name and the photo of the suspect have not been released. I, I'm um, sorry. They should have. They should have. Because legally, they be, can't. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a dumb... Does it count okay, as a minor? They, they need to wait. They, they, they need to wait until he's 18 and then post it all again Did, doesn't he count as a minor though is that why I mean, is that why they're that, is that why they're not revealing yeah. it yeah that that that's why but they could have treated him as an adult it's some sometimes even if you're under the age of 18 uh depending on the crime you committed yeah they'll either treat you as a minor or an adult it just kind mm. of it's it's basically it's up to the judge at that point mm-hmm interesting okay um but so many <sighs> gertrude thoughts i i've already said my piece continue what do you do you have anything about this i'm just like oh my god why why and, and if you're burglary why do you need wi-fi why why do you need why do you need internet right then and there anyway that's a good question that's a really I mean... good question Go back home. Go back home. Stay there. Like, Use your own Wi-Fi. Yeah, okay, that's exactly my question. Okay, so my next question would be, what, was his internet out? Did Comcast Verizon drop out for him or something? And, like, what was he watching video about how to burglar a home while he's burglaring a home? I have no idea. Does he I realize that, that Wi-Fi only works up to 30 feet? And by the time, you get, by the time he's done burglaring, he won't have any more Wi-Fi? So why do you need it when you're bur... Mm. Hello. So many, so many things. So many wrong things with wrong with this article. So many things wrong with this article. So many things. So not, many I mean, another one with the article. It's more like so many things wrong with this kid. Gee, flipping whiz. Oh my goodness. All and right. This, this is this is millennials these these days. They're they're dumb. They're I mean not and not getting, all of them, but a good portion of them. And just, getting dumber. Yes, I know. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm just beating a dead horse now at this point. Um. Mm. Call PETA. I mean, people eating taste animals. I mean, what? Sorry. Um. <laughs> sorry, I'm joking. Um, oh my goodness. Anyway, oh my goodness. uh, I gotta. We're gonna ahead and move on. Now we can move on. Hey. Uh. uh hey. I'm a little millennial. Says the girl next door. I, uh, not directed at you. Not okay. Girl next door. Not all millennials are crazy yeah we said not all we said some not all. not all but if if you believe you are dumb and you're taking this as we're talking about you that's your problem oh, i don't think you're dumb but if you uh, think you are that's that's no that's but we don't you. think anybody is dumb here we don't think anybody's dumb here we just that this yeah yeah all right moving on to our uh political news um which we which i need to slide in and go like this welcome ladies and gentlemen to bertrand's political sweep of the week sweep of the week that was sweep pretty good <laughs> that was actually really good <laughs> i can't remember that one Oh my goodness. Welcome okay. to Gertrand's Sweep of the Week. Gertrand, political news and go your time. 
Here we okay, go. so to start off, we're, we're going to talk about the economy. So if some of you are noticing, or if you're not noticing, the U.S. economy is booming. I mean, we're, we have GDPs uh, over 4%, which we have not seen in a long time. We have unemployment at the lowest it's been in history in almost every class. And this month, the U.S. economy added 157,000 jobs in July, and unemployment dips to 3.9%, the lowest in history. Now, of course, with the uh, the addition of 157,000 jobs, it was a little lower than what they expected. They expected it to be closer to 200,000, but if but on average, we've been ha- we've been dispensing 250,000 jobs per month. So the average is still very very high and very good good to um, know and and basically it's adding jobs at a steady pace and the unemployment of course re- rate remains low and analysts have been looking for signs that wage growth might pick up but it held steady too so while the wage growth isn't going up as quickly as everybody is hoping uh it's still not bad yeah uh Unfortunately, my particular job, the only way you can get a raise is if you actually move up in the company. So unless yeah. they actually become nice and raise everybody's pay, it's not going to happen. Now, manufacturing jobs grew by 37,000 jobs in July. Jobs in professional and business services were up 51,000. And leisure and hospitality jobs rose 40,000. I like to quick quick jump in here, if I may. Uh, This comes from NPR.org. I forgot to cite our source, but yes, continue. Sorry, I had to quick put that in there. You may continue. Private analysts have estimated that about uh, 190,000 jobs were added in July, and they expect the employment rate to inch down to 3.9% from June's 4% before this this year. The last time the jobless rate was that low in 2000. So it hasn't been this low since 2000 so we're doing great we're Mm -hmm. we're doing i think we're doing we're doing just great um they're actually saying we have more jobs available than we have people to fill them which that's always that's that's great and there are so there are so many people that are getting off of uh, food stamps and benefit and government benefits because they're actually working, which I think, I think that's great. Um, now it, it's no, it's no wonder that more jobs are available. The economy picked up dramatically in the second quarter, the 4.1% pace lifted by jumps in consumer spending and exports was the strongest in nearly four years. Some economists said those were temporary factors boosted by the Republican tax cuts and increased export shipments ahead of the retaliatory tariffs by China on U.S. agricultural products, which which now we're actually working with the EU and most likely going to get a great deal there as well. And we're going to win the trade war, by the way, because China's heading to recession while we're we're heading to booming economy. Hmm. So we'll know next month exactly how well that's going on. But honestly, the country is just doing fantastic as far as the economy goes. So I so then in that case, then why well, don't know why I don't know why people are picking on on Trump because he's obviously whatever it is that he's doing is obviously doing very well. Yeah, 
Um, here's here's what's actually going on here. Uh. 90% of what mainstream media, we're not including Fox, and when I say mainstream media, because Fox, I think, is actually being fair. I mean, they call Trump out when he does something wrong, and they they applaud him when he does something right. 90% of what mainstream media talks about is negative. For instance, mm. uh, there was a huge uh, ceremony for the the Korean, uh, the soldiers that came from Korea, uh, the dead soldiers' remains being returned to the U.S. There was a huge, like, two-hour-long ceremony. Pence gave uh, a speech. And did you know, Fox covered all of it, but the other news station barely even covered a minute of this, which is so historic, because we have been fighting to get those remains for ages. Mm-hmm. So that that lets you, if, if that gives you an idea, mainstream media will never give Trump the credit that he yeah, deserves. Unfortunately, and if he does do something good, they'll find the bad in it in in some way. Unfortunately, that's mainstream media. Mm. But yeah, uh, yeah that's that's the that's the economical news. And now now we're gonna now we're gonna move into my rant about another article that completely drives me through the wall i am triggered okay so, now before I, before, we, going, before i was going to preface this okay go ahead okay but you, you go ahead you you preface it don't name the title yeah uh so the things are in this next article we of course at tmm do not um don't obviously agree with and um when uh, we're not inciting anything we're simply reporting the uh the article so just a small disclaimer there um let's go add anything else to that but yes that's our quick disclaimer yeah. for this next article which okay go, go ahead okay so molest I, I'm, I'm gonna start with this molesting anybody is wrong is is wrong very it's, wrong it's very wrong and molesting a child is, is even more that's like extreme most of the time if, if you're caught molesting a child and you go to jail the prisoners you're on the lowest food chain they're going to probably be the ones that are going to beat, beat you, up. you up like crazy yes. if not kill you yes right but in in, in this case an illegal an illegal immig- Im- immigrant an illegal immigrant charged with molesting his own stepdaughter gets one million dollars from taxpayers why why okay comes from uh westernjournal.com by the way continue yes okay so the salt lake tribune reported that the mexican citizen was in custody of officials in utah county utah when he was diagnosed with cancer. Since then, his medical bills have been so high. According to CBS News, Sheriff Jim Tracy was faced with the choice of having to lay off employees or close jail beds. He since resigned over the case. Hmm. Now, 49-year-old Gerardo Valero Romero's tab for cancer treatment was all but bankrupted the local jail in Utah County when he's been charged with six counts, six, not just one, six counts of sexually assaulting his own eight-year-old stepdaughter along with eight 
felony counts what? of forgery and one count of illegally possessing someone else's ID, Hughes what? says in the Wednesday video. Huh? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's he's an illegal. <laughs> oh illegal. my gosh. Again, I, I'm going to preface this part. I have no problem whatsoever with legal immigration. If you come in the right way, great. If you're coming in illegally, that's what I have a problem with. But Valerio Romero was arrested back in March of last year, but his trial has already been postponed twice, she noted. In the meantime, he managed to cost the county nearly a million bucks in cancer treatments, and that's even after the hospital agreed to discount. The Washington Post reports that Valerio Romero's cancer treatments have completely drained the county's jail entire medical budget, what was, which was only about a half a million to begin with, she continued. The problem has gotten so bad, in fact, that Sheriff Jim Tracy announced he is resigning effective August 3rd, largely Whoa. thanks to budgetary stress streaming from having to fork over this guy's medical costs and figuring out which governmental body bears the responsibility for paying for it. Now, my whole thought is you're here illegally. Deport you're him. out. Just deport. And if you come back, I, I'm honestly, I'm I don't think I don't think we should be paying anything medical for this guy at all. Like none. Yep. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to backstep just a little bit here. Um, cancer is a very painful thing to deal with. The only thing I would say that we may pay for is just to reduce pain. That's I, it. Not, not fixing it. Just give them opioids and call it good. I'm going to, Oh yeah. Get him hooked on something. Good job. Um, I'm going <laughs> to quick inject some, moral stance into this the man has done things he shouldn't have yeah he is charged with multiple things i don't know about some of you but i think his the fact he has cancer might be god's punishment upon him for for his for his actions we all ultimately have to pay for the actions that we take and the poor choices that we also make and mm. I'm not God, but I honestly feel like that that fact he's suffering from cancer might be God's judgment on him. Mm. Just me. I'm sorry, but there's there's no reason that we should be paying for anything medical for him. Um, I mean, it's it stinks that he has it, yes, but the fact of what <laughs> he did was ten times more worse. I mm. think that if that's what he's dealing with and if it again in god's rightful judgment then you brought upon yourself dude you're responsible for your your reaction your responsibilities are your own mm. um okay. now um here now the county commission is actually scrambling to shift tax tax dollars around from other public services so they can cover <sighs> one inmate's mounting expenses despite the fact he shouldn't even be here in the first place. Now, yep. I'm sure you're all wondering, why don't they just release the guy and boot him back to Mexico? Well, here, here's what they state. Well, they would, except the sheriff's office said they're afraid to drop the charges and let him go because they aren't convinced that he'll actually get deported. And even if he does, that he won't just come right back. And yep. isn't that just sad? Yes. Yep. Welcome to America, where an accused child molester can't even be deported to Mexico and instead is eating up the entire budget of a single county. And while this is an extreme case, Hughes yeah. notes that the cost of illegal immigrants in our justice system is extraordinarily high. Now, keep in mind 
that this is just one illegal inmate in the sea of similar stories across the entire country. Yep. And yeah. to, get, to give you an idea, the DOJ, which is the Department of Justice, estimates the illegal aliens make up roughly 28% of some of the 184,000 total federal inmates. That's about 51,000 individuals, which were paying for them. I'm just saying. Uh, I want to read that chat there. When illegal immigrants made the rules for other illegal immigrants, Archer states. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness I... yeah ridiculous just... why oh. do, do you think do you think grid do you think we should uh be paying for this guy's medical expenses or no. what do you think we should actually do here i i kind of said my my bit a little bit earlier but i think maybe i'll maybe try to reiterate a little bit too yes he should be deported because he's not here legally he doesn't have a green card um yes he should be deported no, we should be paying for his medical bills. And as I said before, um, if um, if uh, um, if the cancer that he's dealing with is God's judgment upon his life, then that's God's judgment upon his life for for his poor the um uh it's 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 for him basically. You know, it's just I think he ought to be deported, but. That's kind of my thing. So, yeah. Um, there's a couple of comments in chat. I don't know if I need to, if they're, if they're just general. Yeah, I think some it's just of them general. have gotten a little interesting. So, wait, we're going to pass over those. Yeah. Um, I so. Okay. So, turn. let's go ahead and, and uh, segue into something that is positive. And speaking of sort of God and, and, uh, and positive things, actually, this is super cool because I'm friends with this guy. He's a really awesome Twitch streamer. Uh, from the Washington Post, online church for gamers via pastor draws thousands to worship on Twitch. We're to, of course, talk about the only, the one and only uh, Pastor Susie, who's an uh, it's absolutely amazing dude. Uh, skim through article, skim through parts of the article. Oh, gee whiz. Why did I not? I think I was just being overly lazy. I'm so sorry. Um, it's a Saturday night, and Reverend pa- uh, Rev- Reverend Matt Souza begins his weekly sermon by pondering the pros and cons of a medieval fantasy-themed video game called called uh, Old School Runescape. Souza is sitting behind this the a spotless white desk in a a white walled room, wearing a white headset and speaking into a black microphone bigger than his head. I didn't realize his I didn't realize the shirt SM7B, which is Mike he uses, was actually bigger than his head. That's kind of interesting. He's, he is facing a jungle of uh, technical equipment, four black monitors, uh, miniature cameras perched everywhere like inquisitive birds. <laughs> inquisitive birds, that's a great wording. Oh, and a, long black cords that, that uh, bristle like uh, in- insect antennas inches from his fingertips as a uh, sets a well-worn uh, Bible. Uh, Sousa appears completely alone via the uh, the live streaming platform Twitch. He's taking he's talking to roughly a hundred people scattered across the United States and around the world, most of them sitting behind monitors. Sousa, twenty seven, is preaching to his congregation members of God Squad Church, which uh, what ha- what appears to be the world's first online only church for video gamers. Who mm. wrote, who wrote this? Who wrote this? An English major. I hope that's actually a compliment. Yeah. Uh, he founded God Squad. Um, 
uh, 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 oh, wait, actual, yeah, props, GG. Uh, he founded God Squad, registered as a nonprofit organization under the Evangel Evangelical Assemblies of God denomination in 2016 with a mission to bring uh, God to the gaming community. A population, he said, uh, skews uh, aesthetics and tends to dislike... Atheist. Atheist, uh, sorry. He said, uh, he said, skews atheistic and tends to dislike religion. Mm. He was quoted as saying, a game that looks looks exactly like what it's called, Old School Room Skate, Souza says, known as Pastor Susie, to his thousands of followers. The game is definitely not known for having great graphics. Some of you are like, dude, my unborn niece from the inside the womb could create better graphics than this. <laughs> Souza belly laughed deep and rich. Over the course of the next 45 minutes, Souza says that the way gamers prejudge Old School RuneScape actually is one of his favorite uh, favorite games. Uh, mirrors the way we prejudge other humans and ourselves in offline life. Very true. Mm. Mm -hmm. And yet, mm -hmm. only uh, standards of that that matter are God's standards, Sousa says. Your life right now, it may not have the best graphics, but you, but you, you may not be the smartest. You may not be the most uh, athletic, Sousa says, but we don't, ne uh, we don't need to live by man's approval, which uh, means that, th that standards that that the standards that God set, that although I fall short all the time, the standards that God set about me is I'm loved and I'm uh, valid. Uh, valid. Sousa gives his sermons at the same time each week, Saturday, 7.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time. Their traditional slot on a Sunday uh, won't do. Some of his international viewers live in time zones that make that possible. Also, Saturday night is prime time for Twitch watchers, Sousa explains. It's just one of the many uh, particularities inherent in pastoring a virtual gamer church. Sousa spends most of his days at home near Richmond, streaming from the gaming desk that doubles as his as his pulpit. That is so cool. cool. He works for God Squad Church full time, living off of, uh, viewers' uh, voluntary donations. He forgoes the pastor's mm. typical uh, suit and tie and preaching exclusively in jeans and t-shirt, wearing video game logos. He has, mm. uh, he has never met the vast majority of his congregation, some he knows only by their usernames. Sousa says he's reaching people uh, most other pastors don't, uh, don't know exist. Wow. Okay, now this is interesting. Approx now, I think this is the newest um, information about, about uh, game video games. Approximately 2.6 billion people worldwide play video games, according to the Entertainment Software Association, and nearly two-thirds of the U.S. households do. He's quoted as saying, it's definitely what I would consider to be an unreached uh, people group, Sousa says in an interview. If we believe as Christians we have a uh, command to go into all the world and share God's love with people, how do we share God's love with people who don't, ha who don't leave their homes? That's actually a really good... Mm -hmm. I never thought about that. That's a really good point. Um, going into the gaming community is how we do that So for their church embracing the nerd for 23 years of his 20 tw for 23 of his 27 years Sousa said he he had a double life he was always he always played and uh he always played in high school uh he'd come home after spending an hour uh at the gym finishing his homework play video games for seven 
hours straight, later while studying at North Point Bible College in Massachusetts, where he earned a degree in biblical theology and met his wife, Amanda. He played as often as he could, locking himself, locking himself in his dorm room. <laughs> Uh, after he graduated in 2014 and began working as a pastor's assistant at a Cornerstone Church and Assemblies mm. of God Church in Oxford, uh, Connecticut, Sousa played in the evenings and on the weekends. He never told anyone of his secret passion, he said. Of course, the people uh, he lived with, the first, first his parents and then his college roommates and then Amanda figured out uh, to some extent with careful words and closed doors, the, the, though, Souza managed to uh, conceal the true scope of his gaming. I went through my life concerning myself to be the to be uh, to be a clo closet gamer. Sorry, I want to say close uh, close this, but that's wrong. Closet gamer, Souza said. I never wanted to attach that negative connotation to myself. The negative connotation that people think gamers are irresponsible, immature, and going to live their lives, uh, going to live in their mom's basement until they're thirty-five. Sometime, sometime in early 2014, the deception, yeah, the deception matured into a full-blown identity crisis. Souza said he could no longer uh, field the internal questions and doubts that plagued him. He arrived home from his work still wearing his uh, church suit and wonder what. Uh, what would his co-workers and friends think of him if they knew that every evening he morphed into a huge nerd with a headset? Um, let's see if I can... I don't know why I'm reading the whole article. But basically, um, and it goes on to tell more about, um, you know, things that he does. To, you know, he, And I can actually even just say from watching him, you know, he's talking about God when he's playing Fortnite. He's talking about God when he's playing other games and stuff. Um, so I really think that um, the... Um, about the you know th the things the things he covers and everything I think we're really um are just it's really so cool what they do honestly and I've I've been a follower of Pastor Susie for a long time on his Twitch channel and stuff so I really love um uh I really love the the stuff that he does and everything but man that's so cool so Gertrude who's giggling over him I don't know what he's giggling over to himself over there in the corner on the other side of the desk um. <laughs> But what do you think of this? The world's a gamer church on Twitch, no less. Thoughts, Gertrude? I, I think I think it's awesome. Um, I've seen smaller versions of this. Uh, when I first started gaming on three Xbox 360, I had a friend who kind of did the same thing. However, his was on a much smaller scale. We usually only had like, uh, including myself, three to four of the people showing up for basically church on sundays in minecraft he actually had built a church oh. in minecraft hmm. so that it was it was cool um and i think this is a good way to reach out to gamers who you know don't want to actually go to church and don't have to and now they don't even have to worry about actually getting dressed up for church and not only that it's more convenient because in case bad weather happens all i have to do is just sit at your home honestly yeah. like and this is what yeah. i you know this is kind of something that um and those of you who who listen on tmm and those of you who um who follow me on my other alternate channel and stuff will know you know i myself obviously am a christian i've said this myself and mm -hmm. so is gertron um yep. and i really think this is really um uh 
this really is a testament to the verse in the Bible where God says about being all things to all people and stuff. And this is exactly what Christians need to do. You know, get involved in these communities, reach out to these people. This is a whole other mm-hmm. field that really needs to be touched. And, you know, un- with the, with people leaving churches today because the church doesn't have their theology straight or it being too legalistic and stuff like that, this mm-hmm. is really, you have to, honestly, you have to adapt. Because if you don't, yes. you're not going to, people aren't going to know who God is or anything like that and stuff. And I think this is absolutely really, um, this is pretty, um, uh, th- this is a really cool, um, really cool thing, honestly. It's And actually, I was thinking about, um, uh, I was actually thinking about um, uh, skipping, maybe starting stream a little bit later tonight. Actually, I wanted to attend uh, uh, God Squad's uh, church service tonight online, actually. I was kind of curious about, there was something we were going to talk about that I was interested in. But, um, yeah, but there you go. World's first gamer pastor, guys. There you go. It's 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 out there and stuff. So very Oh my cool. goodness, indeed. Indeed. All right. Um got so we're one ahead. more article to go. And we've got a funny one. And a funny one. Is the video working for you or I can link you a good video? Uh I believe the video is Let's see what we got here. Let's see if I got something. I'll go ahead and link you another video. Mayhem? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, we're good. Uh, So this one is, more than 100 goats descend on a neighborhood in in Bose. Uh, This comes from NBCnews.com. Bozy, sorry. Uh, So we're going to play a little video that's here there. Then Boise, Idaho just became Goat Town. They're very creative escape artists. The city was the site of a barnyard jailbreak that turned one neighborhood into a petting zoo. They're mostly eating some people's lawn and just having fun, I guess. <laughs> They've been so cute, though. But others found the billy goats gruff. They're eating all my bunny ear plants, and I'm really mad. That's actually how the animals earn their living. They're owned by a company that uses them to literally chew the scenery. The goats were on the job nearby eating weeds to suppress vegetation, and then... They managed to break through the fence and go on a little adventure to meet the neighbors. Those neighbors took the challenge by the horns and worked with the goat wranglers to make sure the animals hoofed it onto the truck. But not before giving these kids, these kids, something to talk about. It's pretty awesome. Raphael Seth, NBC News. Nice. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm just like, okay, so more than 100 goats descending on a neighborhood in Boise, Idaho. Uh, the goats chowed down on flower beds, leaves, and grass before being rounded up. Now, mm-hmm. This all happened Friday morning. Residents of Idaho neighborhood woke up Friday morning to a site they re- really got their goat. That really got their goat. Uh, Mm. An invading herd of more than 100 goats rampaged through the neighborhood of West Boise, devouring flower beds, grass, and leaves as they moved from yard to yard on Friday morning. Representatives of the company that owns the animals, We Rent Goats, arrived at the scene and managed to herd the goats onto a truck around 9 a.m., less than two hours after the initial calls were fielded by animal control from the 100,000 block of West Summer Wine Drive. As the goats were rounded up by their handlers, a throng of onlookers and reporters rivaling the goats herd inside gathered to watch. And why did this completely just change? What just happened here? Okay, let's try this again. Now, We Rent Goats, according to its website, provides rental herds rentals of herds of the animals to landowners in need of mowing large swatches of grass. 
the animals apparently specialize in chowing down on weeds, which is true. Goats eat anything. True. So, yeah. The company has insurance and will be following up with the neighbors whose landscaping was damaged. Animal Control will also be following up with the company, Boise's city government. So, Mike Journey said in an email, and it was actually the 118 ghosts that got loose, originally corralled near Ada County Highway District Retention Pond, broke through several slats of wooden fence to scour the area for more food. Hmm. The breakout, though, wasn't exactly the stuff of heist. Apparently... They just leaned on the fence and it broke. Mm. So maybe they should have had stronger fencings. But uh, down here, some tweets here. Uh, Joe Paris, party is over, kids. Loose goats have been cornered and loaded back onto a truck owned by We Rent Goats. And then Joe Paris then says, the new kids on the block are now off the block. The final goats are now reluctantly going home. What a morning. Oh, man. And I would say that is a very, very long morning. You wake up and there's just a hundred goats. Honey, there's goats eating the grass. (laughs) What? There's goats eating my potatoes. (laughs) I go deal with that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm just like that that's that's great. I mean the kids had fun. Of course there were some damages, but you know, they got insurance for that. So yep. it's good. Yep. It's good. Oh, so if you ever uh need a goat, you can definitely rent one. Um mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't advise keeping it. Um mm. Yeah, but um really really cool so um that brings us to our end of our article about 16 minutes over which is perfectly fine but um thank you guys mm. so so much for um for listening to the morning metro and and uh, watching us this morning and stuff um so again i would like to say that we're actually going to be doing a a, a pre-recording of a show for the let me look at the calendar again uh for the 18th because I'll be out of town, so we will doing we'll be doing what's called a premiere on Twitch. So basically, just be pre-recorded. There'll be no uh, chat interaction or anything like that. Um, so now, basically, we'll, that what that'll be what that is about. But um, yeah, but other than that, we thank you guys. We hope you appreciate your uh, not appreciate. We hope you yeah appreciate. Well, I guess yeah, I guess you appreciate your Saturday. Yeah, have a really yeah. really good Saturday yeah. and an even better Monday. Um, this when this episode might go live. Although I've been posting a little bit earlier actually. Yep. Because and no I, affiliate, I, no affiliate issues. Yes, go on. I am also going to say tomorrow, uh, the morning rant will be streamed. Uh, tomorrow I'm going 12 p.m. Central Time. So be here or be square, and we're going to have some fun on that show, too. All right. Cool. Sounds good. So we'll come back tomorrow and see Gertrude's TMM rant um, and all that jazz. Until then, thank you guys so, so much, and we will see you next time. Next time. Thank you for listening to The Morning Metro. All stories and articles belong to the respected companies. Songs used for broadcasts. Intro music. Retro Funky by Persephone. Remix by Sundance. Outro music. 305 by Approaching Nirvana. All music belongs to the respected copyright holders. For article submissions, questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at themorningmetro at gmail.com.